Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. You know, one thing I think is funny about you is, uh, <laughs> no, oh, not that. <laughs> uh, you've always got these little like harebrained ideas. Yes. And today when you showed up, I think it's really funny. I'm looking at Meryl. Uh, we were on our way to get some coffee. And so we stopped up at Starbucks and on the way she's like, I've got this new app. And what it does is tells me these secret recipes for the drinks. And so she was all excited going through all the different types of things she could get the caramel apple empanada yeah. <laughs> and, and like you know you, you do this and this it's like a secret menu yeah right? the and macro barista yeah so we get all the way up there and um we uh, <laughs> we get in line she orders it she's all excited and then plus this and minus that the blah, mocha blah, blah. the yeah. heavy cream yeah and then uh she gets her drink we're on our way home I'm like well that's what that was cool like do you like it she's like nope nope i hated it <laughs> i want to get the caramel macchiato from now on no it's supposed to be like a like less sugar, less calorie way of getting still really tasty things. And, yeah. I, and it's, I'm not feeling it. Like instead of getting the PSL, pumpkin spice latte, it's supposed <laughs> to give you like, say this and get like two, you know, pumps of pumpkin flavoring, right. and skim milk, like all this kind of stuff. And I realized right. it is not true. I don't know who runs that account, but I'm writing to them. <laughs> so no, I don't like it. But I really do like that, our local Starbucks. And then on the way home, yeah. we saw a completely torn apart pigeon with no brains and just like an empty eye socket. Yeah, its head was completely <laughs> That's ripped off. That's how I off. feel today. Yeah. <laughs> so, that pigeon uh, is my spirit animal. Those two things together, uh, we were both sort of dry heaving, which which brought us to an idea <laughs> yeah. that uh, there are a lot of places that we've either thrown up or uh, gotten sick in some way. Yes. It's kind we want to cr- talk about that today. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, today we're going to we're gonna get into uh, a little bit of planes, trains, and automobiles. Come on, kids, now gather round. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. Yeah, it's crazy after so many years of being alive, how many places that you can remember shitting your pants, throwing up. Yeah. You, I mean, you're Me, always... all the time. You, I, that, I have at least you. one accident a month of some orifice. I know. <laughs> I, I was asking you, like, I was like, hey, do you have any throw-up stories outside of what we've already told everybody? And you told me this 
really ridiculous story I wanted you to tell our listeners. Yes. Uh, about a time you were on your way to a party. Okay, yes. First off, I feel like there's two types of people. People that are more likely to like make in their pants, like in their diapy. Make in? <laughs> like pee their pants. Or uh, yeah, why don't you just say pee? It's like. And so one of our listeners, uh, or one of our campers, wrote in and had a wonderful idea in true sincerity that maybe I should reach out to Poise Undergarments and see if they'll sponsor me. And I truly am. Because I will wear no. those and cough and pee I, at the same I time. I am not having... You're going to have to wear I'm them too. I'm not having them as a sponsor <laughs> on this podcast. We need an There's, ad of you and I wearing diapers. <laughs> <laughs> We're just doing the podcast currently in diapers. I think that would be uh, very funny. So, give it up to our sponsor, Poise. I, fe- <laughs> I feel like some people are... Like you're either in one category or another where you're like peeing your pants a lot. And I don't shit my pants all the time at least once all a year all the time nobody shits their pants all the time i have a time, very high they? fiber diet yeah, that doesn't mean you, listen eating lots of fiber doesn't mean you're gonna shit your pants <laughs> i don't do it all the time but i'm more likely to do that than to vomit vomit <laughs> anti-peristalsis as they call it in the textbook and i also know i want to be sensitive oh. some people can't hear all the sordid details so we're gonna be like quasi disgusting but it will be more about the story than the actual regurgitation itself <laughs> so we won't make any like throw up noise like because like, like you know people are gonna be throwing up just oh, for yeah, that yeah, so yeah. We can handle if you do it. take a video tag you us. know our good friend casey was telling she us can't a story about vomit. oh actually can i can well, i let's share i want to tell her story yeah, casey, we're gonna uh, share story. yeah so we were at our friend casey's house and she was telling us this really funny story which is she cannot she's one of those people that cannot listen to people throwing up it right. makes her throw up or see it or and i know there's a large amount of people that are like that you know uh and so she was saying that her boyfriend or husband was gone uh for the weekend her boyfriend and her husband were yeah. gone. <laughs> both were gone <laughs> no. and uh she was alone with the dog and she was like well i'm alone i'm here tonight i'm just gonna have this i've got some chocolate some uh you know weed chocolate was it weed chocolate? We're just making that for this. No, story. I, I'm almost positive it was weed chocolate. Really? Okay. I thought so. We're just adding maybe, that. If maybe, not. Okay, it was weed chocolate for sure, 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very potent. And so she had four little cubes of it and she broke off two and ate them and she was relaxing and she had called Postmates or something like that. And yeah. the food had come to arrive. And as she got up to go get the food, uh, she paid for it, whatever, grabs the food, closes the door, comes back in the room. She's like, wait a minute. The There's. I thought I had only eaten two chocolates, but there are four gone. And she started to get nervous, and she looked over at the dog. And her dog is like a very uh, a low or little to medium sized schnauzer, yeah. so not a huge dog that can tolerate a lot of chocolate. Right, and so she looks over, and the dog is lippy, licking its chops, <laughs> like, "Yep, I ate it." Yep. And so then she freaks out because she knows she's got to get this chocolate out of the dog. So she calls a friend. The friend says, "Like, just take a cap full of." Uh, hydrogen, peroxide. hydrogen peroxide make the dog swallow it they will throw up in about five minutes right so she it's like okay i've got five minutes to kind of like get over this moment so she takes the cap full puts it in the dog's mouth and immediately the dog starts throwing up yeah there's no time to prep at all <laughs> the dog is just like just in and out and so then she out of nowhere <laughs> as soon as the dog starts throwing up she starts throwing up everywhere <laughs> And in classic, unfortunately, you guys don't know Casey the way we do, but in classic Casey form, she said she just picked up the dog, yeah, grabbed the leash, business. and left the house, yeah. leaving all the vomit everywhere. We're going for a walk. Yep. And she said she went out for two hours and <laughs> eventually built up the courage to come back and clean it up. But she was just like, it was awful. I know. And there's definitely people like that. Like yeah. if they see it or smell it or whatever, then they have that reaction. And I like yeah. how she called her husband that was away on like a work vacation, like sobbing. And he's like, what 
exactly is going on. Like, she's like, okay, so you're going to come home to like a lot of bleach. I did not murder anyone. Yeah. The hydrogen peroxide thing does work. I had a roommate at the time that had a big giant Great Dane mm-hmm. and I had a, a bloodhound and yeah. uh, the Great Dane had this like affinity for swallowing socks <laughs> oh, and he had God. been through two surgeries, each costing about six grand each oh. to remove the socks from his stomach. Oh, come so on. she couldn't do it like anymore. She couldn't afford it. She couldn't have it. Right. So there was one day that he ate a sock and then she gave him the hydrogen peroxide and he threw up the sock and then there was other times that i would come home and i swear my my bloodhound was trying to like murder assist when he would open my sock drawer <laughs> like my bloodhound would open my sock drawer for the great dane to like go in and eat Shut the sock up. i swear and so i, I was like telling my friend like i'm so sorry like that my <laughs> bloodhound was trying to murder your great dane. Like, <laughs> so if it, it does was work your dog especially it probably knew what it was doing i, I know like, hey come uh, on over here kid also eat today is national dog day and i wasn't that upset about that dog dying but i'm still very upset about pablo dying but that's sorry. just it i know it's okay what Even, a great segue into this into throwing up i know yeah. but it is so funny that like like you're i feel like with grief you're left all alone after a while jesus meryl you are Wait, why don't you just okay all right <laughs> god i just started you really are like yesterday i sobbed yeah. for an hour and i was like the tear like it's what so weird to grieve about? on your own because i i just miss pablo so much oh that, my god i know but it's I like know. what do you do with your grief you can't really do you're just stuck by yourself in like a tar this is taking a real dark turn. Okay, so let's go something lighter, like throwing up. Okay, so oh my god, Meryl, you are so all over I the just place. Mean it. I'm sharing in a real way that, like, yeah. I am a very happy girl, but then, <laughs> but people You're should know selling that that's, it. You're selling but it. But also, like, people should know that it's okay to sit for hours sobbing. It, yes, it is. It's totally fine. It's good for you it's, to do so. It's real, and people have grief in different ways. Some over humans, some over the regret well, I, of our okay, lives. Okay, well, I was gonna try to switch the topic back to uh, throwing up. We'll do that. And we'll I was just, that. I was just saying, like, hey, you know what? Uh, there, I, I, there was a hydrogen peroxide of, of humans that I was on a plane with one time. What do you mean? Well, I'm just saying, like, this person. Did they smell really bad? No, they just made me throw up. Really? How? Yeah. Because okay, so I got on this flight. I was going to Fort Lauderdale, which already you know is is nause- <laughs> that is, nauseating. That's the vomit of, uh, yeah. of the USA. <laughs> <laughs> but I got next to this old man. Uh, he was probably in his mid to late sixties. Okay, mm-hmm. bigger guy, kind of southern, if you can do that. And he had like a he's one of those guys that was wearing like a leather vest that was clearly holding in like the a biker sweat, kind of leather holding vest in or? the sweat, but like the 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 smell was Ew. permeating. Oh, I can imagine that. And I, I just was like, okay, you know, that's a four hour flight. This is from Ohio at the time, four or five hour flight. Um, and I was like, okay, I got to handle this. You know, me and my friend were sitting with him, but I was in the middle. My friend was to the right of me and this guy was on the aisle and he had made a couple bad comments through the flight. Like, um, and I, and I'm trying to remember, it's been a long time, but like, I remember one of the flight attendants was black and he made a derogatory statement (gasps) towards that. And I was like, okay. This this guy and I, we're not going to have any kind of conversation. Now, is this like a biker guy? I mean, no, I no, no. Vest, it but... was more like like just a good old boy. Oh, that, like, okay. He, he looked like he could have worked in the like in a ranch style. Oh, interesting. Like okay, almost like a cowboy. Level yeah, place. yeah. And uh, so he's talking, and he he he's one of those people that you don't have to ask questions. He's just going to tell you that yeah. story, <laughs> you know. And so he starts telling us about why he's going to Fort Lauderdale or why he's going to Florida. His daughter had moved there. Blah blah blah. But he's been sick lately, so he hasn't been able to travel. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, mm-hmm. And now, listen, I'm not giving him anything because I'm not interested. Uh, after he starts making shit comments about uh, the females on the plane, 
and the race of them. I'm just like, okay, I just, please don't talk to me kind of thing, you know? And I try to close my eyes, but he keeps talking. Like he's not looking at me <laughs> thinking I'm awake. Finally, he's like, starts telling me why he hasn't been able to travel. He's like, yeah, I can't sit for a long time. Uh, four hour flight is, is pushing it because I've got this boil on my lower back. No. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I had to, I had to actually get the, the doctor in there. He like cut it open and dug out all this, oh. like this fluid and, and, and it was just rotten. And, and, you know, there's hair and teeth growing out of no, it. And I was like, no, nope. No, 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 no. And I already in like a, a plane that might be hot, like yeah. going to Florida. Oh, and he smelled and, like, and it was hot. And I hair was telling, and teeth and he his told back me that boil? he had hair and teeth growing <laughs> inside of this boil no. on his lower back. And I was just like trying to get it out of my head. I was already a little motion sickness, which I don't yeah, get. Yeah, you start to get I'm getting that with my Starbucks. He said the word pus, which is nope. a word that I cannot handle. <laughs> and I was just like, hmm. Hmm. And I got the dog, like the little like <laughs> the uh, bag, the, the bag the, yep. and I just fucking went to town on it. <gasps> really? I, I threw up so hard on this day. <laughs> what if like his hair hair yeah, teeth came out of your coming from out of it? Bottom? Yeah. He's so like, Do you mind he, if I get some of that? Did you know? he notice a correlation between like well, him no. telling us you? And- he looks over to my friend and as I'm throwing up, he goes, Oh, it looks like he can't handle this flight very well. And I was just like, Fuck you, dude. Oh. And I was didn't know what to do. You know, I had to sit there and luckily we we're about a half an hour from landing. I just held onto the bag and I, you know, uh, kind of like folded it up a little bit, but it was, it was brimming. Oh my gosh. It was brimming. Lately, I feel like on flights, I've noticed that they don't, pro- like not all the time, they don't provide it. Yeah. So I wrote down a note for myself to always carry Ask a lot. for one? But yeah. That's uh-huh. really disgusting though. And then when you guys all got up at the end, did... Did you want to look like what as he stood up to get his luggage in a little part of you want to like look at his back or not really? No, I wanted to get the fuck out of there, man. <laughs> Listen, I, if any of you guys out there have thrown up on any vehicle, the last thing you want to do is stay on that vehicle. You yeah. want to get the hell out of there. Yeah, yeah, Especially yeah. Especially motion. I think boats do it more than planes typically. Yeah. Um, I went on a cruise with my parents when I was in, I was a junior in college and then they wanted to go on a cruise together, which is already like so embarrassing. I'm an only child. So <laughs> I didn't have anyone, no friends. And so they were like dancing. It's like, it's disco night. It's like crab oh. legs and then disco night. <laughs> and then the, I spent the entire week like green basically in the really? cabin like rocking back and forth and it really? was not, yeah i just like could not stop from the moment we got on and they were like oh it will pass or take some dramamine to like after we didn't. stepped off the boat yeah i was sick for like i feel like you're like motion sick on land yeah yeah i i, I noticed the way you walk it's kind of like you're always like have I'm your not arms sure-footed. out and you're like uh, uh like you're constantly like you're waiting for an earthquake to honestly i think i'm like ungrounded on this planet and so like Maybe. even just walking I I really do get disoriented just like living. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, see, I'm not, yeah. Maybe. Ever since they beamed me up. Um, <laughs> okay, my one of the main throw up stories I had for you. Yeah. One of my favorites was uh, I love Ojai, which is a place yes. east of Santa Barbara yes. by Ventura, and I often go there to like I don't know, right? Just feel my my grief. Jesus. <laughs> Actually, oh my god, oh my god. I had gone there to grieve this dog that was open, not this, not the recent dog, but the dog before. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because that's like my place to. <laughs> People I love, are like, she's such a bubbly girl. I love the idea that you're like, you lost your dog and you had to go on like a mission. I did, absolutely. <laughs> I I go to like write and to like recover and stuff like that, and then I have family members that died. I'm just like, anyway, like Starbucks. So, uh, no, that's really, really awful to say. But, um, no, I had gone to Ojai because that was kind of my like, I'm going to be a lone place. And I actually 
asked, this is a side note, but I, there's like this cool place there called Meditation Mountain, which uh-huh. is this beautiful mountain that you can go up. And I asked someone at Ojai Coffee Roasters for directions there. And it was Ted Danson. It's really? like Ted Danson give you directions in Ojai. Yeah. He did, lives there. Did you say, oh my God, you're Ted Danson? I just thank you so much. And you're awesome. And he gave me a high five. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that he was one of the celebrities that lived there because like I just, I had studied up yeah, on it. Yeah. And it's a lot of it's like a lot of philosopher people go there and all that kind of stuff. And I knew Ted Danson was one of the like local locals. Yeah. So, but I did not recognize him. He had a hat on when I asked him at the Ohio coffee yeah, roasters. Yeah, he doesn't wear his wig out. Exactly. <laughs> Does he have a wig? Yeah. Really? Definitely. Like a gray one to make yeah, him look? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, he's super bald. Really? I yeah. never, that's blowing my mind. Yeah. I always chalked him up to having like a very beautiful head of hair. I know. He's good. That's he's good at weird. that. Um. So I spent a week there and I also at that time wanted to like, cleanse it out so i was doing a juice cleanse yeah on it and so it was like <laughs> on meditation mountain yeah so it was probably day oh. three or four and there's a store there called like oh i think it's called rainbow bridge or something like that but it's called rainbow something and one of the drinks there is called the wall climber and it's like this purple drink yeah. beats like everything that your body can imagine and it's called the wall climber because basically you know it will like have you cleansing so hard that you're like let me out of here like <laughs> <laughs> and so so it comes almost with like a um like a warning of like you're going to explode if you get this kind of Seriously? thing yeah because it's like the stuff that's like, in there is, is very is like gonna rocket potent. you yeah. yeah and so i didn't pay attention i had kind of been like i'm on day two of my juice cleanse i'm already like a pro right, at this right so i i it was like this big purple drink and i knew that I was going to be driving through. I think at that point I was going to drive through Santa Barbara and the hills of Ojai are like very, very windy and extremely like turning around. And it's also the kind of place that there's nowhere to stop because like all the other cars are keeping up speed behind you. So you can't really pull over until like, you know, and so, um, so I was drinking it and I started feeling like that, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to just like lose it kind of feeling. <laughs> and then, and then I was just, I could almost like begin to feel all of the bad food choices I had made in the past like decade where I'm like, <laughs> I had pizza in 2004, like I could feel it coming up. And so, so I was going and there was nowhere for me to stop or even slow down. Like I was yeah. nowhere near like a turnout or anything like that. Yeah. So I just kept on driving and. And it was like, bleh, and like all this purple, straight, like beautiful fuchsia everywhere. And and it was like, I have never to this day, it was projectile for the, it was like a fire hydrant had like got off inside of me and it was over <laughs> like and over. Just hit you. <laughs> yep. And I was driving, that was the brief time that I had a Honda Fit and it was getting inside of like purple was inside of like the, um, like the clock dials. <laughs> and then it, it actually like made the clock would be like three, 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 like, or something like that. Like it, it like. Wait, so you threw up all over the car. In the buttons, in the steering wheel. <laughs> In the like so much, I swear to God that the clock like changed times and was like stuck on like three, three, three. It's funny. I'm sure even throwing up in that car, it still ran better than your Jeep. <laughs> That's true. You're right. <laughs> even like with it. Yeah. And so, so, uh, I kept on going like that. And then I remember <laughs> you kept driving. I, well, I could, I couldn't stop. There was nowhere for me to stop. And I, and I was like covered in purple and everything was oh. like bright purple. And I just remember, I think I got to like Ventura or something. And then. I thought, how am I like, where am I going to, how am I going to get to like even a gas station inside or like, you know, I'm like, I look like a a monster, like a sea monster or something. And then, and then it's like all over my car. And so I think I had like somehow just ran into a gas station and just tried my best to like clean up then. And then I went into a, um, like a car wash and I just explained to the guys that I'm sorry, but I just like, don't even ask questions. Just please clean it up. (laughs) I'll give you an extra 20. (laughs) Yeah. And everything was like bright purple. And that was one of my favorite throw up stories. God. But I, for a time, like, um, wait, well, 
no i'm trying to think i i definitely have like not so much anymore well no maybe still a little bit more <laughs> but in college i definitely struggled with like not believe not bulimia or anorexia but like eating so much that i would just throw up just, like not making myself to, you wouldn't make yourself you would just no <laughs> i would just eat so much that wow. i wouldn't feel well and then i'd be so stuffed that i would throw wow. up like that happened a few times when i was in syracuse where like I would overeat and then throw up. Not I've because of like, I have to be skinny, but just No, because. I've definitely done that thing where it's like, I was drunk, like super drunk, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, all right, I need some food. And then I'd eat way more food than I needed. Yeah. Thinking that I just needed to like fill my body and let it soak in. And then immediately was like, uh-oh, that's a problem. Yeah. And then just being like, Rah. Right. Yeah, I think so too. I have a really like, have you ever been trapped? I mean, I guess you have because you were in that fucking car. Uh, I was, I had to take a boat from, uh, Thailand from one Island to the next. Oh, and no. it was about a, an hour and a half to two hour boat ride. Right. Which it's fine. It's these turbo boats that they're big enough to where it shouldn't even matter. But on this day, as we start off, the weather got really bad all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, clear skies and like gray, oh my God, black skies, big waves. That's how you picture like a weird movie like yeah. happening where it's like, yeah, boats it was like that. But I mean, I bet there was at least 150 to 200 people or more on this, this boat. And it's almost like bench style seating where it's like, like 80, 18 to maybe 30 rows. Wow. Of, and you're just sitting across there's big TVs and everything. It's just this big, like people mover kind of boat. Right. So you're sitting there and, uh, as we're going, it's getting increasingly like bumpier, like it really was. And it was funny because you don't think about this on a boat like that, but like little by little, as it got worse, people started throwing up. Oh no. But because oh. the waves were rocking us, there were, there was vomit no sliding back no, no, and no, forth no, 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 no. and we're talking about this is almost a two-hour ride so about a half an hour in you have an hour and a half so now you're trapped inside because it's raining oh and gosh. stormy outside that is a nightmare and people one by one and i'm not kidding you i bet 30 to 40 people threw up and i was like with my friend and we were holding off i was like oh i'm not feeling good i'm getting a little, i'm getting those fever shakes yes because everything's because hot. not feeling well is one thing but not feeling well and having other people throwing up yeah. in the distance and then having vomit sliding and the smell trapped inside. And then there are the people working there, you realize like they have to clean this up. Right. So they're running around. There's like eight different people running around with mops and buckets, like, oh and like throwing gosh. the, like the sawdust thing on it. And I was looking at my friend. I'm like, dude, I don't know if I'm going to make this. I'm like, how are you doing? He's like, I'm fine. And then really? he, like, he slowly pulls his phone up to like video me because he knows it's coming. <laughs> I was like, dude, come on, man. And then I can see off in the distance. I can see where we're going. We're like 15 minutes away. Okay. I can see the island. And as we creep closer and closer, I just can't fucking make it. And in the last five minutes, I'm just straight up just like, like really? Yeah. But I feel like that probably feels you feel like a relief vomit because it's like oh at my least God. I can when you can see it. You can when your see stomach is not feeling well though, and you're just like you're trying to like if I can just make it a little bit longer, I won't do this. Yeah, like, and then, yep. because you're in a bad space. Like 
you know, there's of course there's barf bags everywhere, but like I just you just don't want to do it. Right? It's no, you don't want to. It's situation. a human. It's like a human thing. I yeah. wonder why we haven't adapted yet. Like you would think throughout human time we'd be better adapted at like yeah. humans can bounce up and down and like go or, everywhere. Or like why is it that a smell can bring us to the point where we're sick? Yeah. A smell like I can smell it and it immediately like just. My, like I, I guarantee there are going to be some people right now like I got to tune know, out. Okay, I got to yeah, yeah. we'll tune out. About, we'll, talk, we'll talk about puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Not dead ones, alive ones. Oh my god! I have one more if you don't mind. Yeah, please. Uh, it's not about me though. Uh, so I'm on a train in uh, Florence, Italy, going to Venice. So mm-hmm. it's not that long of a train. And me and my friend, we were in school. She was a girl. Uh, she was a girl. Um, now she's a guy. Is a girl. Oh. Um, no, I'm just saying she and I were going, but we were just friends. And uh, as we're going, it's about an hour, hour plus, right? And the seats on these trains faced each other. So if there were four people, oh, you yeah. could like, sit and look so at each other. So someone's going backwards? Right. Oh, but it can we never be that forward. person. But it was me and her and then these two guys sitting across from us who were clearly Italian. And um, as we're riding, she's kind of like, I'm not feeling very well, right? And I'm like, okay, yeah, uh, what can we do? And she's like, I just need to lay down. Do you mind if I just lay on your shoulder? Like kind of lay on your shoulder. And I was like, yeah, no problem. No problem. And so she like leans on my shoulder, but she's still awake. And then I'm kind of like looking out the window, but then I catch in my peripheral. Now, listen, she's laying on my shoulder. Okay. I look over at the guy across and he's making like kissing motions at her (laughs) and licking his lips like a creepy son of a bitch, like creepy. And she's just kind of like. And how would he know that you guys weren't together? Right. Yeah. She, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. But he's all like. Mm, mm, like that. And I'm like. What That's the. Really There's weird. some balls on this guy. And then all of a sudden. She kind of like taps my leg. Like look at. Do you see what's going on here? And I look. Look right at him. And he just doesn't even flinch. And then out of nowhere. She throws up. <laughs> <laughs> You're like dude. You did this to her. I'm like Yeah. It was so and fucking And not awesome. on you or just no, in no, no, no. She just like, she like sat up like, and then like just threw up. Oh. And I was like, oh my. What if and he the, like, that's what he, he likes. Just, the, the two guys just like quickly got up and left. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was, that's the greatest justice of all. <laughs> that right? is, that is. But yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, Let's talk about something. Yeah. Let's switch gears a little bit. Um. Let's talk about the pride of a city. Ooh, Can we? Yes, let's do it. The 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 power of of I guess pride. The, yeah, the power of pride. You this this comes because I guess you you t- tuned into yeah, me today for like five. Yeah, minutes. I wanted to bring it up. I kind of mentioned to you earlier, but uh, I was listening to Meryl's radio show, which I love that you do. Yeah, I like to tune. I in. I love that a couple of days ago too. You texted me and you said you're talking about like someone's foot and like oh Matt Gronig's toes and like oh yeah I yeah that's right <laughs> I, I tuned in and you were talking about Matt Gr- it's Matt Groening's uh toes being like well, disgusting uh, some story came out I don't know if you heard my take on it too, where some story came out where he said that like or a 16 year old assistant had to rub his feet or something and I'm like yeah good for her like I would I'd pro- if I was him I'd probably make some 17 year old like rub my feet too and then i was like well i'll still be like watching it and listening to it i love the simpsons so yeah i'm sorry but like we can't all these me too things like don't have the same weight of like yeah you know like something like a um 
like like that doesn't have the same as like you know some of the other stories. What if we've he's heard. got the gout and he can't work without like someone rubbing his right. feet? Right, <laughs> exactly. And he's got to get that done. You exactly. Know? He we probably paid that intern well or something. <laughs> I'm okay with that. She got all the DVDs. So the snapshot <laughs> of me saying that I will continue to watch The Simpsons even if the creator is like making a 16 year old rub their feet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you, yeah, you were on the radio and you got into a little bit of a scuffle and it, it brought something up in me. You were talking about how. Uh, you know, in every city, you've got this this amount of pride, and San Diego definitely has that. Yes, but that you were kind of saying that Boston's in town right now for a baseball game, yes. Boston Red Sox. Yep, and you were like, "Yeah, bring it on the Boston. We love Boston. Bye, I love Boston." So the the background of this was uh, while the Boston while the Red Sox were playing the San Diego Padres, they like rickrolled the the uh, Red Sox. Which do you know what that means or not? Are you kidding? You know what a rickroll is. I'll, ex- I'll explain it. Meryl. I don't know if like some people two don't. two episodes, I rickrolled this episode. Oh, that's right. You, you did. And we're going to do it right now. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> so, yeah. So, they did that to Red Sox fans. Like, they were doing a song and people were wondering why. Oh, I think it was, like, Sweet Caroline or something. And then they did that. And I thought that was, like, a cute little, like, way of, you know, yeah. like, haha. I think that's, like, a sweet, funny thing. Yeah. Uh, and then it turned into a discussion of, like, why do Boston fans, you know, that there's so many Red Sox fans here in San Diego. And if you love Boston and the Red Sox so much, why do you live here and move back? And that's, sure. that wasn't my take on the situation. My take was more like, well, because they may live here because of work or because, uh, you know, yeah, they, why not? They went like, to Boston College, but now they got a great job that moved yeah. them out here and they, they can't help but love Boston. It's like you can love other places and be in a place. Right. And as, as someone that I do not have like that's why I don't I'm not really a sports person is because I don't have any burning like my place your place like right. I don't care if like 10 right. million like Paraguay people live here that's fine. I mean I was probably annoying in college when I wanted to move out here because I yeah. wanted I, it was like oh, I gotta get it back to San Diego and people be like you talk about San Diego a lot I'm like well I want to be there you yes. know kind of thing uh because Ohio seemed so awful same thing yeah even in northeastern pennsylvania i was always like it's better out there i've never been there but i just know it is and so but it's funny like living in jersey people have jersey pride and philly pride holy fuck philly pride Mm -hmm. it's like if you're not on the philly train like get the fuck out of here right oh yeah so that's what happened yeah that's somebody wrote you right yeah someone tweeted at me oh so the so the other thing was uh like when because we talk about what we do in our spare time and everything and every single thing of mine is always like I'm up in LA I'm up in LA and so you know like being representing a city on the radio when you're constantly fleeing to another city yeah. people are listening and start to notice and some guy packaged the two together and basically wrote like uh, she likes LA and Boston get the fuck out of here with like all, <laughs> like four thumbs down and this was also it's so funny how people can like uh, I feel like it's differently here I feel like our listeners here are loyal like I say things all the time, probably that people are like, this is annoying or whatever, but they still stay listeners and friends with us together. Whereas I feel like the radio and TV is so like quick to be like, and I'm done and I'm out where I think like podcasts are more like if you're with us, you're with the person more through like annoying and not annoying. Sure. But that person previously had tweeted at me like on Friday, they wanted to like take me out to dinner for something and like celebrate. And they were, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all, (laughs) and then Monday comes and it's get the fuck out. That's probably just a person that wants to be involved one way or another in the, 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 conversation 
Right, but it's so funny to me because San Diego is such, or you know, there are places like San Diego that are such transient places that it doesn't yeah. really make sense to go. Well, especially military towns. Yeah, Those exactly. Those people are coming and going, and they're from all over the place. Right, right, know? right. And one of our our recent guests, Jenny Milkowski, she's from Chicago, so she's here. So it's like someone like her doesn't need to get the fuck out just because they might have like pride right. for a city that they, they she might love in Chicago, here. but if she says that here, is she a bad person? Every right. time you move, <laughs> you know, it, it, people get real serious about sports too. You know, and I yes. think it's fun. I thought it was so fucking funny when uh the chargers the san diego oh, chargers yeah ended up moving yes, to la because that really challenges a lot of people to be like well, who, who, who am i gonna what do we i hate la fuck them yeah. oh shit my team that i have a tattoo of exactly fucking... and now i found a reason how to many, bolt up can you imagine how there is definitely a percentage of people that got San Diego Charger tattoos. Oh, a million. And now that, that, that team has moved to LA. And then it turns into like, fuck the coach and yeah. then he abandoned yeah, us. Yeah. And, we, and the then we don't, we don't even and... want them back. And yeah, then, yeah. Like, so did that make you laugh when you heard me on the... What did, and you oh heard me God. basically just saying that like... I just love that you create any kind of turmoil. And I think it's so funny that... Uh, See, I think you're, you're such an instigator, you know? <laughs> and plus, your co-host on that show is like, he's like Mr. San Diego. Yeah. He yep. has been in San Diego for a long time. Yes. And his face is sort of synonymous with like surfer dude. Yeah. Totally has his stoke on. And he's like, everyone here is like, Kentori, oh man, he's a cool dude, man. He's been forever. Yeah. And he is like that. I, I And then like you're like... Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, and I really, I truly, I think that's so cool. I really do. Like, that he personifies a city, basically. And even before, like, I worked with him, yeah. I was friends with him, and I always thought, like, this person basically, like, he really could be mayor or something because he, like, represents the entire town. And, and like, what it, rep- <laughs> like, what it represents almost. You know, like, the yeah, chill <laughs> culture, VW <laughs> vans, burritos, which is, like, yeah. I've, I don't but know. But he'd be, like, the only mayor in board shorts. That's, yeah, that's which would, but, that, but that's so Portlandia. That would be very San Diego. We would have a mayor like eating a burrito and in board shorts. So yeah, I think that that's so funny. And I think like um, of different pride in cities and like, I don't know, I take pride in a lot of different places and things, but that doesn't mean to me that like, I think it's so cool to have a city with a bunch of different fans inside of it. And also maybe it's different because I have no sports like, I don't care at all who wins any type of sports. Yeah, I don't either. It's funny. I, I mean, going back to when I was going to school in Florence, uh, I remember, you know, they are very serious about football over there, about soccer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, th- there is no like, it, it's you're either on the team or you should die, kind of thing. Really? Right? And one day I had to do laundry, and I was at the laundry mat because I didn't have anything inside. You know, I didn't have in-unit laundry, so I went to the laundry mat, and I was doing my laundry, and the only thing that was clean was a jersey that I had bought, but the jersey was uh, Venezia, you know. So Uh-oh. I liked the colors. I don't care. I, right. didn't, I didn't care. Right. I just liked the way it looked. And little by little people, as I was doing laundry, they were giving me a little bit of an ugly look. And I didn't understand what was going on. I was just like, okay, I'm American, I guess. Yeah. They, don't, they want me here. Ooh. But I was doing laundry. And then I was like, okay, everyone in here is kind of giving me a shit look. So I'm going to walk outside and wait. So I was outside. And then as cars were driving by, they were like yelling things out at me, like yelling. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Still not realizing like what was happening. Yeah. And finally I was like, all right, you know what? And I, 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 I pause a second and I realized like, oh my God, 
I am wearing a Venezia oh, no. jersey. You could have gotten this and thrown and at you. on that day, Venezia was playing Firenze in my city. Oh, and I was no. like, I got to get the yeah, fuck out of here. You could have gotten like, stabbed I or something. I fucking grabbed my laundry. It was still wet. And I ran back to the house to change. Because they are not kidding around there. Like, if you you should just Google uh, people getting hurt at soccer games really? in Europe. Oh, my God. Oh, I've There's heard There's this that. one video, and I forget where it was. I'm going to find it. But, like... There was a referee and he like he made a mistake or was doing a bad job at refereeing. They killed him. I remember that. They killed I him on the that. field. They rushed the field and they cut his head off and put it on a on a, oh on, my a gosh. on a pike. It was just like what on earth? See, I think also that's really that's that's crazy to me. And I think that's a true story. I'm not making that no, up. I remember you look hearing it up. that. I look absolutely up, remember. Look up decapitated referee and that story will be out there. I honestly think something like that has happened. Like a few times, I, not even the decapitation part, but like, uh, like opposing fans being yeah. killed or like co- you know goalies being killed or right, like right, I've right. heard of that a bunch. It's funny it happens here in the states as well, like people getting in fights after games because of some other team. Somebody talks shit. It's like it's just a sports team, right? Shut the fuck up. I think it has I, nothing to do with life. Yes, I think I have an issue, which is like I feel like sports for is one example of that of like blind allegiance of like okay i live in america which i'm so grateful and right like i love that i li- sure. do live in america uh we're oh, very very lucky in lots of ways we are very lucky in lots of ways however like it is up to me to like i don't like to follow blindly of like uh systematic ways of like showing that basically right. so and that even comes down to like at baseball games when people do the pledge of allegiance and stuff like that i mean Uh-oh. this is all i know oh meryl you can Uh-oh. you can you can show your uh, allegiance in in I think it should be up to individual expression. How this you whole, show allegiance? This whole this whole Kaepernick thing, right? Um, like I would. It's funny to hear that, what but... people say about it. Yeah, because there are a lot of people that are like, look at this. He's unpatriotic, and it's like, are you paying attention? What's happening? Like I feel like you're just. Right, and I always ask that. Like, I asked, I asked Jack. Like, okay, he, as a big Padres fan, like, if we were to move somewhere else, then are you? Then do you always root for the Padres? Do you root for like whatever home team you're in? Right. I'm always confused about just like like blind allegiance of a team, or and I guess that it like, gets even bigger to like a country or. I think it's a thing. so funny. I think sports are so funny, you know, mm-hmm. because it's like, yeah, people like really take it so seriously. I my know. my team. It's like they're not. They don't like you, right? They don't even. Oh, th- this is uh, all the fans. Like, yeah, right. And yeah, if you right. moved, then is that always your team or like? Dude, and people, players get traded and teams get sold and shit gets moved and it all comes down to money, not the mm-hmm. fucking fans. No, ever. Not at all. So they don't like you. No, they don't like you. <laughs> and I, I think right before you tuned in, I was <laughs> you would have like probably like thrown your radio in the trash because I was saying I looked up like. Uh, some of like the most like intellectual leaders of Boston and then so it was instead of like you know like damn these players I'm like but they gave us Edgar Allan Poe and Sylvia Plath and Jack Kerouac and like clam chowder and then, and so, yeah it's like and they were very yeah I don't know like it, it's we I I don't like seeing the like uh I don't like turning down the good parts of other locations because also you're so proud some of, of these location. places are like the birthplace of America right yeah it's so you're like, yeah. yeah so it's like you're gonna like fuck Boston's like well, I mean, that's where it started. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like yeah. you might yeah. want to calm down a little bit right. there. So we all need each other, except for Cambodia. <laughs> doesn't need us. What the fuck? I feel like Cambodia just doesn't need us. Yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> and we don't need it. But other than that, we all need each other. I guess so. Minus Cambodia. Um, I just did one of my bug bites. Can we get into some bug bites? And you want to do bug bites? I am? Yeah. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> boom, boom, boom. 
Bug brains. Okay. Go ahead. Mine, I just did it. What? Is when uh, people say that they're so grateful or they express gratitude when they're really not that grateful. Uh, so, okay. But <laughs> what? <laughs> what I have encountered a lot in California is like, someone's therapist tells them to practice gratitude and they, they really aren't feeling gratitude but you could tell that they've taken it on as like a mantra if they say it over and over then they will have some gratitude so it's like like oh my job didn't work out but I'm so grateful and my divorce isn't going through but I'm so grateful and like like I think maybe because I listen to a lot of podcasts that are like based in Southern California or just some around that I feel yeah. like I hear a lot of like the self-growth people like you could tell they're trying to like flex that muscle of practicing gratitude yeah. but instead they're just like Oh, I'm so grateful. I have so much gratitude, so much gratitude. And, and like, I'm like, it's okay if you don't. You could really be mad and bitter at some point. Like, <laughs> like it's truly okay to not feel grateful all the time. I'm grateful that you say that. Honestly, <laughs> uh, I'm getting old, and yes. I know it. Oh, is that your bug bite? No, my bug bite is hearing people use new slang and go, "I hate that." I really hate this term that people are using right now. They're saying, whatever it is, I'm low-key whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm high-key. No, th th I haven't heard high-key. Oh, high-key is something. I've only heard like, yeah, oh, you, you, I'm low-key low pissed. Oh, yeah. I'm low-key hanging. Right. I'm low-key. And I'm just like, shut up. I feel like in a loving way, that was about like six months ago and now high key is now the new high thing. High key is the new thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like high key. I'm getting old. I know you are. No, I just, I was heard, heard somebody uh, talking in a coffee shop and they were talking to their friend, but it was almost like they had, uh, they had been injected with a, some sort of serum <laughs> that made them say low key in front of everything. Oh, really? Do you know what I mean? Oh, like that's when weird. someone's using some sort of slang and they just can't stop. Right. Like everything is, you know, way it's back, fire. way that's back when it was fire, it was lit, it was hot, it was whatever. Yeah. And they say it so much that you're like, what the fuck is going on? And I heard this person going, I'm low key pissed. I mean, seriously, he was like, so like low key into it. And then really? I was like, low oh key. I was like, no, what the fuck? should be allowed fuck? one low key per conversation. Yeah. Like total. The I, only I, low key I'm into is with Thor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, nerds? Wait, is that a Game of Thrones? Low key. Low key. Low key? Low key. Is that... One of the trolls or whatever. No. Okay. Um, I know low key because like when people talk about girl groups a lot, like Fifth Harmony, but, like, <laughs> they're like, okay, but like Camila was low key the best, like or like you don't. So I, I actually, I'm at a space now where I don't understand it, so I look it up, right? Yeah. So I looked it up. I'm like, that's what it means. That's so stupid. It's just basically because like, I mean, if you told me, oh, it's low key this, I'd be like, okay, so it's like kind of on the down low, or it's kind of like, yeah, not a bit. Don't like. Don't flaunt the idea of this, but it's really about, it's about being quiet about it. Like, exactly. don't say this. Right. Like, shut the fuck up about this. Right. But like, so now it's she's like, the best. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. now we all know, but now I think people have turned it around. I That's so funny because I just saw today on Twitter, someone tweet about some, some beauty YouTuber having like a giant dong and it's like, high key, James Charles has a big dong. <laughs> <laughs> so, high key yeah high key like high key is basically like i'm exclaiming from the hills from the ohi hills oh my god my purple merple uh and then i also think with along with that send it is a big thing have you send heard of it? that like um like like going through with an idea like uh if you're gonna ask someone out or something you're like okay i'm gonna send it or like honestly if you're about to fly to vegas you're like we're about to send this trip like oh like you send it you basically go through with the action Oh. We, we need like a 22 year old on here like for every now and then to just break it down for us high key we should we should have a oh you're right a low key high key 
<laughs> we'll go for a hikey outside. <laughs> Let's do that. You want to go for a hikey? I would like to go for a hikey. Let's get out of here and go for a hikey. I need to get some sushi. <laughs> Bye-bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB, and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. But what does it taste like? Like low-key vomit. Seriously? Yeah, it's really disgusting. I think they put too much cream in it. Well, you told them what to put in it, right? I said put a lot of cream in it. <laughs> <laughs>